It's Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. It's called Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Ever heard of it? Do you remember the show? <laughs> yeah, 2012, baby. <laughs> Act like you like knew that like right off the top of it. your head like that. I had to look it up. <laughs> On ABC. <laughs> So I remember watching that show when it came out and it was pretty good. That's not what we're talking about today, but it was like such a good line to get us into this episode, this segment. We will be talking about some famous, quote, famous apartments. (laughs) With people in them that you don't want to trust. That's right. (laughs) So I guess the first thing is August 8th, Only Murders in the Building, released season three on hulu and i actually i don't even know if the whole season is out or if it just is like a few episodes at a time i think it's a few episodes at a time like they only meter it right so yeah i did watch the first episode of season three yesterday i'm jealous i haven't yet i did and season one and two i don't know if anybody knows of this show or has heard of it but it's amazing so good so again it's called only murders in the building Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. Like right there, boom, done. I'm in. <laughs> I love I love the, the dynamic between the three of them. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? What we were just talking about on our last episode about like the weird mix of people you get as co-workers. Right. Yes. That's a, that's a co-worker trio. <laughs> right. They have and nothing in common. They shouldn't, <laughs> they should not be friends. And they are technically quote-unquote co-workers because if you haven't watched the show spoiler alert they make a podcast (laughs) so they are quote-unquote co-workers so someone dies in the building that they all live in the Arconia Mm -hmm. building in New York and they're just all live in different apartments in this building they get really intrigued by this murder that takes place in their building and they're trying to figure out like who did it and they decide to start this podcast about it and so they're like investigating in real time as they're podcasting so like they'll release an episode of like all all the information that's been out since then but it's like still unfolding like they don't know who the murderer is as they're going through the podcast and you see like uh martin short with his phone and he's like recording directly to his phone (laughs) as like a recorder as things are happening in the season and i'm like that's not how we do it the entire like first season of this show, I all I could focus on was the fact that they were recording on the go, <laughs> getting like pristine audio quality from like the back of a taxi cab <laughs> on <Hey>. their iPhone. <laughs> and I'm like, what is the method? What? <laughs> I, no microphones, nada. Nothing, nothing, nothing. No soundproofing, nada. No prepping. It's just on the go. It's like an on the go podcast. Even in this first episode I watched of season three, they're all there's a whole bunch of people in this big room together and somebody starts talking and Selena just immediately just goes boop and presses record on her phone and just starts like recording everything on the conversation. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. You're giving me false expectations of what my audio quality and my ease of editing and recording is with this show (laughs) it's killing me (laughs) 
Oh, man. It's just like that other um, podcast, the guy from Martin Family. You like sent us the thing, his like photo on his Instagram. He's like at a restaurant doing his podcast. <laughs> no, but like- if you listen to it, it sounds like he's at a fucking restaurant. <laughs> right. But that podcast, I'm sure, does well. Oh, it's doing better than ours. I guarantee it. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I know. I I love that Steve Martin because uh Martin Shore. They're they're both great. They're both great and they're both funny in their ways. But I, like I love Martin Short's character in it, um because he has like his little dog and his son's like a vet <laughs> in it. So I I love Martin Short's character. Um, but I feel like he's the one that does like the work for the podcast. <laughs> Steve yeah. Martin does the voice, and then Selena just does the investigations. I guess. Well, they all three of them do investigations but like who's yeah. doing the prep that's what i want to know who's prepping yeah he seems like he's definitely he's he's deep dive been into that podcast yeah. world for sure <laughs> no he's yeah. he's the leader there i think yeah i think so so are you martin short <laughs> <laughs> is he the guy who plays jack frost on the santa claus movies yes yeah. okay All right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just, my brain was trying to make that connection. Yeah. So it's a really good show. Second season was awesome too. The, you know, plot twist, they only do podcast recordings about murders that happen in their building. So each season there's a new murder in their building that they're podcasting about. (laughs) And at the end of season two, it teases you with the upcoming murder. It wasn't in the fucking building. So I was like, what is this? What is this? It was in a different locale, if you remember. Were they like in a theater? Yeah. Or like at a stage? It happened like on some on a stage, right? Yep. Right. So by the end of yeah. the first episode into season three, you will know they'll they'll close up that loose end for you. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. I was like, wait a minute, what are we doing? Only murders adjacent to the building now? Like what are we? <laughs> yeah, I remember when after watching the first season, I was like, ooh, I like obviously i like it it's murder it's podcasted it, they're funny and they're all great so i'm like i wonder how they're gonna make like a second season because i'm like are they gonna do another murder in the building like i i was just i ho- was hoping it wasn't gonna just be a one season show because it was so it's so good it's like just the vibe of it the music the building it's just it's a whole little like spooky kind not super spooky but it's just it's like i don't know it's just a nice vibe when i watch it well, we're not in fall technically yet, but it'll run hopefully into fall. And it's just a good fall show to watch. I love murder mixed with comedy. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's what you get out of this show. It's very like subtle comedy. you got Steve Martin in it. You know, Selena yeah. Gomez does really well. Then you get the actual investigative suspense part of, part of it mm-hmm. from the murder. And you're like, this is great. Really well done. Love that show. Check it out if you haven't. Yes. Because it's pretty awesome. Meryl Streep is in this third season. They're bringing in the heat. Yeah, that's right. That's Star right. studded. The other show that's almost very similar vibes to this that I think is kind of new too. And actually, I don't even know. It might run on Amazon Prime. So Only Murders is on Hulu. I think it's Peacock. I think this one's Peacock. I haven't watched this it yet. Based on a true story. So it's called Based on a True Story. That's the name of the show. Kayla Kuoko is the lead actress. And then um, Chris Messina, mm-hmm. who I probably should know him some- from something else, but I know him from the Mindy Project. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, and there was something else I just I watched with him in it. When we were talking about this show, I was like, oh, he's from 
And I'm drawing a blank right now. He was in the newsroom. I really liked the newsroom. It wasn't the newsroom. No. It was some, it was, oh, the boogeyman. He plays the dad oh. in the movie, the movie that just came out in a couple months ago. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. You watched yes. the boogeyman because we had an Man. episode about the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he plays the father. That's right. Yes. And he is in the Mindy Project. He's like the love interest, right? He's another doctor. Yes. I remember. Yeah. So the two of them are in this. They're married, married couple. It's so in California. And they're kind of like down on their luck. They're not doing well financially. I think um, he got demoted at his job as a tennis coach or something. She's really into true crime. And she listens to a lot of true crime podcasts and has little like friend group tea circles where they talk about it and dissect it and everything. And there's a serial killer that happens to be out on the loose. I forget what they call him. The something ripper. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was called. the, (laughs) The LA ripper or something. Yeah. So they're following this L.A. Ripper story and then they f- they come in contact with the serial killer. They figure out who he is, but he's Ooh. like they knew him before they figured out he was a serial killer. And then they leverage it into making a podcast with the serial killer. So wait, <laughs> let me stop you. They make a podcast with a man that they now know is a serial killer. Yes. Instead of reporting him? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I might do the same. <laughs> they were just like, yo, this is our golden ticket. They're like, all they could see was dollar signs. And, and they're like, our podcast is going to be the best podcast out there. Because all these other podcasts are out here talking about the serial killer. But we have the actual serial killer on our podcast anonymously. <laughs> So the only problem I run into that is like, is there a good chance they could be arrested? Because are they almost like an accessory after murder? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So they made him like pinky promise. No more murders while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> oh, it works. I don't think you can pinky promise. <laughs> With the police department. Let me freaking promise the police department that you won't charge me. <laughs> I I sort of liked the concept of the show initially. And then as they got into it and like once I'm like, okay, these people are now befriended a serial killer and he's out there like trying his hardest not to serial kill again. But you never know. It just got so ridiculous because I'm like, this is just nobody would behave this way. Like nobody is out here going to make these decisions. So it became so far fetched that I was like, I can't do it anymore. I I had to stop. You didn't finish. I couldn't rationalize the actions of the characters. I was like, nobody would do this. And I would just find myself screaming at the TV the entire time. You have a problem. I feel I've noticed this with you. You have a problem when you watch a show. Like, I feel like I don't know if it's you and your husband or if it's just you. If you can't rationalize it or you can like, this would never happen in real life. You can't watch it. Right. right, right. I noticed that with you. (laughs) I'm very, I'm very much a realist. I'm rooted in reality. It's, it's hard. It's hard to watch things that are not. Yeah, I noticed that because jury jury duty that was on Amazon, you were like the same thing. You're like, this would never happen. Like, and you like just you couldn't get into it. And I'm like, oh, I've noticed that. Like, if it's not, if it's something that can't happen in real life, it throws you off. (laughs) I don't even remember how many seasons it had, but I was maybe towards the end of season one and I had to stop. It also did like this weird thing, like just there cinematography and writing was throwing me off because they would use it was like an overuse of daydreaming 
without telling the audience that you're daydreaming. So it would just be like all of a sudden you're five minutes into the storyline and you're like, oh, oh, he just woke up. He's just he was just daydreaming. And you're like, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they use that a lot, like multiple times an episode. You'll just go down this path and you're like, oh, my God, what just happened? Oh, oh, he just woke up. He was just taking a nap. Like, what the fuck? Uh, okay, yeah. So yeah. it was just like it would toy with you too much like that. And I'm like, don't don't do that. Don't do that. That's, <laughs> I'm that's not a cheap. fan of that. <laughs> no, it was cheap. It was a cheap thrill. So I didn't like it. But now that you're halfway through or you have a couple episodes left, it doesn't bother you that you didn't finish it. Like, I have to finish it. Like, I, I can't I can't be midway of a show. Like, I always have to finish a show. I don't know. It's just like because it's like an un, it's unopened. It's not like I haven't been. I have to finish it. My OCD like is like I. you have to finish this. No, I get it. I hear you and I get it. I just <laughs> I have so many unfinished you know? shows that like it's just another one to add to the pile. Like it's just <laughs> does it bother me? Probably like do, do I need therapy for the amount of unfinished shows I have? Maybe. <laughs> I've sat through shows that I didn't like only because I'm like, well, I'm halfway through. Well, I can't say that because Walking Dead, I stopped finish. I stopped that shit seasons ago because it just got so boring so i guess my ocd isn't as bad as i think it is well that's good progress <laughs> maybe all right so we just want to talk about those couple shows and then i think you were reading a book yeah <laughs> i was reading a book about a new york apartment building <laughs> as well <laughs> same time as only murders so it's called Lock Every Door by Riley Sager, and it's obviously a fiction, and it's a psychological thriller. And I just want to read you the description of Goodreads. I don't know if you use Goodreads. It's an app that you can put all the books you want to read. It's a free app, I believe. I don't know if you have to pay for anything, but and you can categorize all the books you want to read, and you can read other reviews from other people. You can read it, and then once you're done reading the book, you can add like that. You read that book. I don't, it's just like a nice little app for like book readers. But I want to read the description that they have for the books. I don't want to give too much about it for our listeners if they want to read it, obviously. Here we go. No visitors, no night spent away from the apartment, no disturbing the other residents, all of whom are rich or famous or both. These are the only rules for Jules Larson's new job as an apartment sitter at the Bartholomew, one of Manhattan's most high-profile and mysterious building. Recently heartbroken and just plain broke, Jules is taken in by the splendor of her surroundings and accepts the terms ready to leave her past life behind. So, <laughs> she's a young girl. She loses her job. Her boyfriend cheats on her. She finds this ad, small little ad about house sitting for this like historical apartment building, a lot of rich, famous people, very private for 12 grand for three months. So that's like a good deal. Like who wouldn't take it? All you have to do is just house it. But comes along a bunch of rules. She can't have any visitors. No one can sleep over. She has to sleep at the apartment every night. She can go as her as she pleases throughout the day, but has to return at night. <laughs> Still doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> right? Like. And the outside of this building's like all gargoyles. And then if you Google the history, like, you know, and she ends up Googling the history of the building. There's a lot of murder, suicide. But she's still, I'm going to do it because I'm broke and it's 12 grand. <laughs> Why do I feel like you 
would take this job. Oh, 1,000%. You know this. Like, and this is your a- dream job right here. What do you mean? She has a one friend. Her one friend. Because she's an orphan. Her parents died. And her sister goes missing. And she never finds her sister. So that gets mentioned several times in the book. So she's got this one close friend, Chloe. And she's like, it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. That's you. (laughs) Telling me it's too good to be true. I don't want to give it away. But I couldn't put the book down. I cannot. It's not what you expected. It's a whole different twist. You can't trust your neighbors. <laughs> Do not trust your neighbors, especially if they live in this building. Do not trust the bee in apartment 23. Yes. And you don't get your full telegram. Just let's just say that. <laughs> you may not ever leave the building. <laughs> just putting that out there. Oh, I want to talk about it, but I can't give it away. Well, I mean, parts of you may leave the building. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Exactly. Parts of you will leave the building. Oh, you nailed it. (laughs) Beautifully said. Do we need to take this up with the Department of Labor? (laughs) (laughs) I was promised uh, $12,000 from my services and I did not receive. And they hire, so they hire a lot of apartment sitters in the book. They hire a lot of apartments. It's like, 44 apartments in this building and a lot of them are vacant because they like you know they obviously lie and they say oh the previous owner died or the previous owner lives in another country and they just don't want like this apartment building to get robbed uh, our apart the apartment to get robbed so that's why they want a sitter so that's the thing like they don't want the apartment to get robbed so that they're high- where they're willing to hire a sitter and there's a reason they only hire people with no families so when something happens, there's no one looking for them. So Chloe's looking. Chloe's looking. <laughs> Chloe, <laughs> Chloe is looking. <laughs> oh, great read. I recommend it. I gave it a five star on the app, on the Goodreads app. It's it's so good. If somebody was telling me that my sole purpose there was to like prevent people from breaking into an apartment, like or from the apartment not getting robbed, I'm like, that's a red flag for me. <laughs> I just need to put that out there. Like, how am I going to stop the break-in? I'm not. Right. I'm right. Not. And this apartment has, like, a fancy doorman, which you think he's nice. He is really nice. But things come out towards the end. <laughs> um, So it has, like, a fancy doorman. It's got security. So it's like, why are we worried about the apartment being robbed? It's super private. People don't know who live in the building. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And then, oh, another big rule is not to talk to other tenants. So that's another major, like, red flag. Like, why can't you bother the other tenants? Like, you can't talk to them. So. Was it like a Craigslist listing where it was just like, Nigerian prince needs a house sitter? (laughs) Pretty much. It's a small little ad in the newspaper that she found. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So it was, like, small and very discreet, but. I'm like, uh, I I would apply for it, too. So I don't usually like fiction. I'm I'm a very much a nonfiction girly when it comes to books. Right. But I'm intrigued. Do you think they'll make a movie? Because I would watch a movie, but I don't know if I'll read the book. So I basically read this book in like two days. Damn, I was like, this girly. is so good. Yeah. And it's like 56 something chapters. 
I finished it in two days and I did look it up to see because I wanted to see her other books. And she's got one, I think, called like Final Girls, which I kind of want to read that because they always say Final Girl is like the last girl that doesn't die in a horror movie. So I'm like, it must be spooky, I'm assuming. But I, when I was Googling her other books, I did read that some are going to be like adapted into a movie, but nothing's been mentioned yet. But like something did get adapted. One of them got adapted. I don't know what book yet. So I'm like, yes, hopefully this would be a great movie. Mm, oh, only if they movie. could like add a little comedy for me, because <laughs> otherwise it sounds too scary. Yeah. No. It's too scary. It's too scary for me. But it's just so funny how Only Murders came out and I'm like, we were talking about Only Murders and I was like, hey, by the way, the book I'm going to mention on the podcast is also about a building in New York. The murder mystery comedy genre, though, is popping off because there's been like a bunch of them. The Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston ones, they had that like murder mystery or dinner party or whatever the fuck it's called. And there's already two of them. Yeah, those are funny. And then they had the knives out and the glass onion. Yes. And that genre, I just I I can't get enough of it. A murder mystery comedy is good. What about the murder mystery saved by the bell? The dinner? <laughs> Come on, that's a classic episode. Exactly. That's where my love of murder mystery comedy started. <laughs> like just murder mystery enough so that like there's a mystery to solve, but it's not scary or gory yeah. in any way. It's I don't just, mind both. It's just, mind. It's just <laughs> screech pulling on a candelabra and Lisa Turtle coming out of the the fireplace. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. Screech. <laughs> I loved that episode. Yeah, that's the like that's one of my favorites for Saved by the Bell. Oh, Absolute everything about favorite. it, hands down. Because they're like not in the high school. Like they get like they get away from the school. Ooh. Our parents would never let us do that while we were in high school, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nuka. <laughs> Zach Morris, MPG, Mark Paul Gossler. <laughs> he did a podcast called Zach Attack, something mm-hmm. or other. And he did it with like a friend of his. And they went through episode by episode. We're just breaking down ev- all the Save by the Bell episodes. I don't think they got through them all. They only did like 50 some or 60 episodes and then they stopped the show. Oh, I wonder why. So I need to figure out if that murder mystery episode, the dinner party, if they covered that, because I would love to listen to that episode. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Do they do like in and, like the ins and outs of the episode? Like, does he talk about like what they did? Yeah. So they he rewatches the episode and then mm-hmm. they give basically like back and forth commentary on it. They give commentary okay. just on it as like a viewer of the show. And then he gives, of course, the behind the scenes aspect of like what he can remember. He doesn't always remember every detail of every show, but anything that sparks his memory, he'll talk about like the behind the scenes stuff for the show. So it was a really good show uh, podcast. I don't know why they stopped doing it. He, get, he can get all the cast members on it. Like as guests. He does. So he'll call in. Um, he'll have people call in or he'll call them. Like he called Tiffany Amber Thiessen. He calls, what's her name? Jesse Spano, Elizabeth Berkeley. Yep. He's called Mario Lopez. He's called like just random, like two episode background actors. Like he, call, <laughs> he calls. Oh, that's everybody. awesome. And that's they all awesome. weigh in on the show. So it's pretty cool. Oh, I like that. I'll have to check it out. All right, guys. We're going to be trying some new formats we're going to try to break off into some smaller chunks based on topic 
and mm-hmm. post our episodes a few different times a week. We haven't nailed down the exact dates yet. I know we typically post um, our one long episode on Tuesday mornings. Uh, I think that will still be a thing on Tuesdays, but it'll be probably like a maybe a little bit short of an episode. And then you'll have other episodes at other times during the week. We haven't figured out the exact details or dates yet. And hopefully we can get your feedback and what you like. If you like the shorter episodes, let us know. If you don't, let us know. (laughs) We just want to give you guys a little bit more material. We've had a little opening in the sketch. Someone has a little bit more free time. So we're able to record during the day now. So we're just trying to change our workflow a little bit and let that show in the the way that we're releasing episodes to you guys. So um, they'll be kind of more split by topic now. So you can kind of look at the titles and see which topics you're interested in. Play the episodes you like. And make sure you subscribe to the show because then it'll just pop on. It'll pop in your phone. A new episode alert. Thanks for listening, guys. See you soon.